Welcome everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with Great Big Yes. I'm so glad you're here for this podcast. I'm talking with Avery Harris today and she has a food truck here in Austin and um, part of the proceeds go to benefit organizations that are fighting against slavery and um, human trafficking. And so honestly, you guys, this is such a major problem here, even in the United States. And before I moved to Austin, I really didn't know much about it. Um, so I'm hoping through some of these stories and um, Avery's experience, uh, she's gone and done some mission work, that um, we can just learn more about what's happening. And not to be overwhelmed with it, but to really just lean into God and His promises and um, the truth and that we know that He is light, right? And He can go into dark spaces and that His light can never be quenched. And so um, we just carry that message and we have hope. We can't do everything, but we can do something. And Avery is doing something and I'm so uh, just pleased to meet her and she's only 25 years old and I just feel like she could be my daughter or something. I'm so proud of her um, for what she's done and for her faith and her courage and just her boldness to stand up against um, human trafficking. And we just need to do that. I feel like this is such a call on our world right now. And um, it's horrifying, yes, and it's difficult to talk about, but we can make a difference. And so Avery Harris is living with passion and purpose, and she's making a difference in the world, and she has said a great big yes um, in a big way. So I'm excited for you to meet her and hear her story. Hey, I'm here with Avery Harris. Um, Avery, hi. Hi, hello. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, so tell everybody kind of what you're doing here. I'll just let you kind of introduce your truck and the whole idea behind it. Okay, so I own a food truck in Austin, Texas. Um, we give 10% of revenue to organizations fighting against modern-day slavery, whether that's sex trafficking, indentured servitude, child labor, or anything of the sort. Um, I worked abroad and worked with organizations that were hands-on with these modern-day slavery things and like pulling them out and giving them redemption. And so that was kind of where the concept came from. And so we've been operating for a year and eight months, almost two years. Um, and so we go to different corporate parks and do weddings and different events like that. And we serve gourmet grilled cheese. So we are cheese and for a reason. It's so good. Um, yeah. It's so, so good. Yeah. So I just had a veggie one and then you have like other ones, right? Like with yes. jalapenos. Yes, and my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have like, so we have seasonal menus. Okay. So, um, every three months we change our menu completely. Okay. Um, awesome. to kind of keep people coming back and yeah. everything. But yeah, right now we have like soup and um, macaroni and pulled pork and, yes. you know, fall kind of thing. Because it's really fallish here in Texas. It's actually 76 <laughs> for the first time, but it was like 100 like yes. two days ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, awesome. Okay. So I have a heart for the women that are coming out of sex trafficking mm -hmm. as well. Um, and you said you went abroad. Yes. So how did you get involved in that? Like, did you just go on a mission trip? And mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so through Adventures and Missions, it's an organization out of Atlanta, Georgia, kind of like a little bit outside of Atlanta. Um, and we went to 11 countries in 11 months. Cool. And so basically it was kind of simplistic. We lived out of a backpack for a year and we would do service in exchange for food and shelter. Awesome. And so it was not targeted solely to human trafficking. It was various things. So I taught English, I worked with orphans, and then I also 
in certain countries worked against sex trafficking and child labor and all of that. Okay. So did you go in and like help rescue them like in brothels and stuff or? So I worked two different months out of the 11 months against this. Uh And, um, the first one was in Thailand Mm -hmm. and we would go to, there's a street called Bangla road Mm -hmm. and that's in, in Asia, it's not illegal to, you know, sell yourself and all of that right and so um it was very out in the open and we would just talk to women and just say like hey like what got you here like do you want to be here just kind of like love on them yeah and um it was just baffling like the fact that they didn't they were like why are you talking to me what do you want and it's right. like I don't want anything like I just want right. to love on you right um and so we just would like talk to these women and then like through building relationships, they would open up. And if they didn't want to be there, we would say like, you do have an option to leave if you want. Right. Um, and the organization we worked with would offer a college education and room and board for free. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So they had a safe shelter like right there that yes, they could go in to? in the same city. And okay. so basically like they were free to leave whenever. Okay. And that was the same thing in the Philippines, what I worked with as well. And okay. so um, the other organization offered a job. So okay. they would make handbags and all of that. And so both organizations were very good at not only offering a way out, but offering a solution to a lot of the women. The reason why they do that is because they need to make means. Yeah. Um, in Asia, you have to take care of not only your children, but your elders. Mm. And it falls a lot on the women. And, and if shoulders. they don't have a skill, that's what they know how to do. So right. they end up going back into it. Right. Okay. So were most of these women though, like forced into it? Like, did you have to go was it easy to get them out? Could they just leave or right. no? Well, and so that's like something that is really hard for me because um, a lot of people are like, well, if it's by choice, then like they want to be there. And like for me, it's like no one really no one wants, wants to, to be, be there. No. no one wants to be there. Exactly. And so, um, so that's the crazy thing is like, well, in Asia, like they don't, women don't have very many opportunities, yep. you know, and um, they don't they aren't offered college education a lot of the times, you know, if any money goes towards anyone, it's the man. Mm -hmm. And so, um, this is like one of their only options. Mm -hmm. And so when they hear that they have other opportunities, they're like, really? But in their mind, do they believe you or are they afraid? They, they do. So a lot of the women are by choice Uh there, but obviously, like we said, nobody really really wants to do Um, but then there are some women that were tricked into it. You know, they right. were told, oh, you're going to have a job, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And then they go and find themselves here. Right. And it's like once it's ingrained in them, they're like, well, why wouldn't I keep doing this? I've already done it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they do believe us. It's just, it, I mean, it goes back to building relationships. Yeah. And because we were only there for a month, like, this organization has multiple people coming in all the time. And so, like, we might say, like, hey, I talked to this person and this person to the next people that come along. And then they continue the relationship and just, okay. like, you know, in their timing, continue to have the, like the opportunity and the option open to them. Right. Because they may not come right away. And then if you leave, it's not like the relationship has to just end. Exactly. Like they know the organization and they know that people like cycle through. And a lot of people on Bangla Road actually know like, oh, you're with that organization. Right. Even if they don't choose, they're like, oh, I've heard of you. Right. You know? And so it's cool to like have that and like know the name and like for them to like know that there's an option out there. Yes. It is heartbreaking whenever you mm. see the women deny it and be like, well, this is easier. Yes. And you're like, no, no, you know, but yeah. when you don't know better, when you don't right. have anything else, it does seem. And you're planting bad. seeds and you may not see, mm-hmm. um, you know, the fruit of that. Right. Um, but they may come out of it at a right. certain timing of their own. Right. Yeah. So you're planting seeds. Now, what's shocking to me that I started learning about when I moved to Austin is that this is happening in America. Yeah. 
So does any of your money go toward American um, organizations? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Like so we do local here? and international. Okay. Um, I try to like switch on and off. Mm-hmm. We've given to A21, mm-hmm. um, IJM. Yep. We've given to The Refuge, which yep. you are I love familiar it. with and yep. are working with. Um, and then Treasured Vessels is out of Dallas. Oh, cool. Um, I haven't heard of them. Yeah. And so like on our website, we try to like update our website on who we've given to. Awesome. Um, so, yes. you go, so what's your website? Um, savorygrilledcheese.com. Okay. Savorygrilledcheese.com. And yes. also I love that. Let's talk about the name because yeah. it incorporates your name and the word save. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, I kind of got this idea back in Cambodia and it was kind of cool. You, like, you know, whenever you just like have this prompting, like mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened. It was within like 15 minutes. I just felt like like a download of like, this is what I'm going to do. This is yeah. what God wants you to do. Yay. Um, and savory was brought to my mind in this moment and it has a few multifacets. So the S and A are capitalized. Mm-hmm. I'm from San Antonio originally. Oh, so cool. Yeah. And then <laughs> the A is capitalized, which is like my name, Avery. Yeah. And then save is within that, which is saving men, women, and children from modern day slavery. Awesome. And then savory slavery got the little, you know, pun going there. Like, take a bite to fight slavery with savory. Awesome. Yeah. And then also savory food. So, you yes. know, we do the grilled cheese and yes. all that. So. so this actually, that's what I wanted to ask you about is, okay, so you're doing this really cool, creative thing. Mm. Um, and it's born out of your experience, yes. obviously, that you just talked about. But was there, you just kind of answered me, but there was a moment where yeah. you felt like God was calling you to do something. Yeah. So... Okay. I worked um, in Thailand in December, mm-hmm. and then I was in Cambodia in February. Okay. And um, I had I hadn't worked in the Philippines, which is my like second opportunity to work against sex trafficking. Um, so it was in between the two. But like, I went to Passion, which was like a you know it's a conference mm-hmm. in Atlanta, um, and was that was the first exposure to modern day slavery that I'd heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to do like different causes, but now their full focus is that. Yeah. And I was like, dang, this is crazy. Like you said, like it's not it breaks only your heart. Yeah. It's shocking. It's, it's baffling. Yes. And, um, it's not only, you know, abroad, but it's within our own like mm-hmm. cities and everything. And so I knew it like gave me a stirring, but mm-hmm. like once I had been hands on, I was like, okay, this is something I want to continue to do. Yeah. And so in Cambodia, I was just kind of like praying and like, what does this mean? Like, should I move abroad and work with like these organizations or should I continue to like do something back home? And I was just kind of praying through it. And like, it was just like one of those awesome moments where I just felt like the Holy Spirit was like, just like, and God, like, just, like, downloaded, like, in my journal. It was, like, just, like, <laughs> like everything collided, all my yeah. passions. Because I've always loved cooking. And, mm-hmm. like, it's been a hobby of mine. And, like, I grew up, my Nana had a bakery. And, like, my oh, mom is that. a cook. And so, like, yeah. it's just been, like, in my nature. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like, God, like, combining these giftings of, like, reaching out to people and bringing awareness w- along with, like, my passion of cooking and um, I just felt like that's like what God told me to do and like oh, have this love food that. truck. Yeah. And so. I love that he brings together like all of our stuff. Like yeah. he wants to use what we're passionate about and what we love. So yeah. we just totally come alive in our calling. Yeah. yeah. All right. So go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, that was basically it. And I just, you know, it was the coolest part was, um, I was gone for 11 months. My parents visited me. They had like an opportunity to come on the trip with me. And the 10 days that they came, we were going to do a ministry, and it ended up being fighting against sex trafficking, which was, like, very risky. You know, like, okay, parents, like, they're not going to be used to this. But, like, right. 
I had just had that like idea given to me of like combining like awareness and my passion and like bringing it back to like the States. And then my parents came and they were able to like see why I was passionate about it. Seeing these women that like needed help and needed this. And so how old were you at this point? I was okay. So, um, I graduated college and went straight to this trip. Okay. Um, so at the time I was 23. Okay. And so I, um, knew I wanted to do it. They got on board. I felt like I was supposed to do it in Austin. That Mm -hmm. was kind of like when I was praying, I just like, that was on my heart. Yeah. So I moved to Austin when I was 23 in Mm -hmm. August of, um, 20, oh gosh, 2014. Okay. And, um, started nannying, thought I was going to build community. Yeah. Um, talk to people and then like one day open this. Yeah. And then I just kind of like got that like verse where it's like, I was, I was nannying and I was like, I'm going to wait, you know, I don't have financial foundation. I need to be responsible. Yeah. And then like, I felt like God was like, why do you doubt me? Like if I can give birds like the food that they need and like, I can provide for them. How much more do I care for you? That whole verse. And so I felt like God was like, just go for it. So like, yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go for it. And so, um, I just kind of like started nanning on the side, looking into it and God just like swung open doors. Like it was like such a confirmation. Yeah. And it was like, until I said, yes, like you're saying, it was not going to happen. Right. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, it's right. It's like, he gives you these affirmations along the way where people are like, yeah, do this, do Mm -hmm. this. And it just works out. Yeah. And I heard this once, um, like in a, a sermon, he said like, until you speak out your passions and your like, your, what you want to do with your life, you're never going to know who's around you that has the same passion. That's right. And so it's like, you have to be vocal about it because then more uh, people are going to be around amen. you. Amen. Cause yeah. we sit around and I think we like think in our heads, like, well, that's kind of crazy. I don't know if I mm-hmm. could do that. Or mm-hmm. we have doubt. And I think that's the enemy schemes. Like, yes. like keep us in doubt and keep mm-hmm. us in fear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we won't go be warriors out in the world. We'll yes. just sit home and be scared. So I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's awesome. So that kind of, that's what happened. I mean, I went to a bank. I like didn't have very much credit to my name and I was like, there's no <laughs> way. And I met with this banker who ended up being a believer mm-hmm. and like had similar passions and was like, I'm going to do this. We're yeah. going to give you a loan. We're yeah. going to make this happen. And awesome. like covered the truck, which like was 80% of my costs. Yeah. So that was taken care of. Awesome. And then I nannied for different families and this mom was like, feel like you're not going to be a nanny forever. And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, what do you want to do? And I told her. She ends up being, their family owns Hop Dotties and Moonshine. No. Yes. No. Yes. You didn't even know that? No. Okay, so for those of you who are listening who um, aren't from Austin, Mm -hmm. that's a really big deal. Hop Dotties, like the best cheeseburger in town, they say, right? Yes. Um, Jury's still out on that. We're still looking. (laughs) We keep checking, but we do love Hop Dotties for sure. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So excited. They, they like, ended up being, you know, they began both of those. Hop Dotties was like a partnership. So another family and them started it. And then Moonshine was their complete, like, own restaurant. So she ended up um, being an, uh, she also is an entrepreneur, owned her own boutique, boutique and like beautician, like yeah. shop and everything. So she ended up investing in me and so believing cool. in me. And so it was just like by speaking out, yes. these doors open. And so yeah. I started the process in October of 2014 and I was open by April of 2015. Oh my gosh. So it was so like, good. like expedited. Yeah. Um, so I it was love just that. cool. Yeah. yeah. It was really neat. Okay. So you got the truck mm-hmm. and I'm going to post pictures of the truck yeah. and everything. Um, 
and you travel around. So like different businesses can like hire you to come out, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. How does that work? Like if someone wanted to hire you, like if they're listening and they go, that's really cool. I want to yeah. hire her. How do I do that? So if you go to our website, uh-huh. um, there's catering submission forms. Okay. So you can submit, we've done everything from neighborhood parties to weddings, um, festivals. So we're very open to like a lot of different events. Yeah. Um, and we're open like today and evenings. We can, we're very flexible, but typically lunch time, Monday through Friday, we're always at a corporate location. So if they wanted to just come check us out, they could go to lunch locations. Okay. And then there's a calendar okay. and you can see when we're close to you, we go North, South, Central. So we're all over Austin. Okay. So I just wonder this because I see all these trucks all over Austin. Mm-hmm. Where does the truck go at night? Yeah. A lot of people ask me that. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, it's called a commissary, okay. um, which is a common kitchen for okay. caterers and food trucks. And okay. it's required by health for us to have somewhere where we store our food and prep our food. Okay. Um, especially if you're handling like raw meats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That would be a health violation if you did it on the truck mm-hmm. just because of cross contamination and all that. Yeah. Okay. So we keep it at our commissary. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so we park it in You had to there. learn a lot about a so whole new much. business and industry that you probably didn't know anything about, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. It was crazy. I met with so many people Yeah. and just like, you know, it was like a sponge. I, I filtered through what I didn't need and kept on what I needed. Yes. And, um, just like learned about health codes and, yes. you know, how to make business and where the good spots were. And it was a, it was a huge learning curve. I learned about auto things. I can change the oil now, you <laughs> know, like all these funny things. Girl that power. Never, yeah. That's one of. of those things I never learned how to do yes. or like even change a tire or oh, whatever. I'm I like, actually still don't know how to change yeah. a tire, but I know other things. <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love the whole way that that Austin has the trucks everywhere and just it's the coolest thing but I love also how you can go out and drive to these different events and people can experience you even if they wanted to just try you like you guys right now you can't see me but I'm going to post pictures on greatbigyes.com um but I am at a, what is this, like a business park, I yeah. guess they call it, like right in front of um, a building where people work. And when I got here, everybody was coming out to lunch. And I talked to this guy who said he hadn't tried it before because at the place where he used to work, they would come and there'd be a line that was really, really long <laughs> and he never waited in the line. So he got to try it today, but it's really cool. So um, if you're not in Austin, maybe you could think of like bringing the truck thing to your city because yeah. that's like not a thing other places yeah. and it's just it's so cool yeah it's I love so it. fun we, yeah we love it so how do you feel like God has transformed you in this like what is he doing in you yeah I mean there's I know so much but um where do you feel him in this oh gosh so much so I feel like you know, I joked like this was like my arc. I was Noah and this is my arc. People were like, why are you starting a food truck? Um, but like faith has been just like so like just like on my heart and on like every step of the way because I feel like there's always something with this business, whether it's our truck's broken down at least five times. Yeah. So like just in those moments of like, okay, God, like mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going to make our payments next month, but it's going to happen. And like, you know, we have our highest revenue month and then the next month we could have our lowest. Yeah. And so it's just very like relying on him and Mm -hmm. faith in him, um, which has been huge. And then like seeing his hand at work. And even though I feel like I have multiple hats that I'm constantly like finance, marketing, you know, on the truck, server, cook, also trusting that like my works aren't going to get us anywhere unless I'm tr- like trusting him and having faith in him. Amen. Um, and so I think that's been a huge thing for me is like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like 
the biggest months are not anything that I've done, but everything he's done and that he's my defender and like, he's the hard worker behind it all. That's so beautiful. And you're so young to know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you grow up with faith? Did you grow up in church? Yeah. So, um, I was raised in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. My mom is like a huge, huge part of why I am the way I am. She's just like a prayer warrior. Um, she has like just amazing like women around her and like I grew up around that and Mm -hmm. so I was like I want to be like her like I want to have that faith that she has and so um I think that really like encouraged me and like um just like through high school like there's a lot of cattiness and everything and so like that was in the time where I like got alone with God and was like okay God you're like my one relationship that'll never change and it's like just constant and she just covered me in prayer my whole life so I think that like I have a lot of credit to give to her and like you know my dad is like come alongside her and like just the two of them has just been like my testament of like where I am yeah oh my gosh I love hearing that because I have a 19 year old daughter and a 17 year old daughter and a 14 year old son Mm -hmm. and um I just pray for them all the time and I've got like everybody (laughs) praying for them and it's like, yeah. So it's so good to hear it just like from your perspective and to see someone so young and so grounded. And I tell my girls, you know, it's about finding your worth in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be caught up into all these and especially now Mm -hmm. and you had it too, but like we didn't have social media Mm -hmm. and all that. And so there's so much comparison and, Mm -hmm. but to live a life of purpose, like yeah. with passion, but you can't do that until you understand that you are a child of God and he mm-hmm. has great plans for you mm-hmm. and he has a plan and a purpose for your life. And, yeah. and he wants to give you the desires of your heart. So he takes all of that, like mm-hmm. you, your love of cooking and just yeah. your personality. And, um, then he sends you on these trips, right? Yeah. So had your parents done missions or anything, or was that something new that you just kind of wanted? So to do? my parents had never done missions. Um, but my mom had always said, like, I would love to have done that yeah. when I was your age. I feel like the opportunities are growing yes. like, for our generation. Yes. Um, and then it actually happened. I worked for a Lifeway, so I worked with Beth Moore my junior year. Uh, okay. <laughs> I love fun. Beth <laughs> She's awesome. She taught me so much, yes. you know, just through Bible studies yeah. and everything. And, oh, she's awesome. I love her. And she makes me laugh so yes. hard. And Oh, and she's just like it. Like <laughs> I met her briefly whenever I was working for her team. And she's like, hey, I just love you. <laughs> like, you know, she's just like what you expect. I love it. And her hair and her yes. nails. And I, yeah. Oh, my she's gosh. She's awesome. What so, a treat. Okay. Yeah. So, so what I did you do for, for them? I worked, um, I was in the, like the women's team. So like okay. for Living Proof Lives, okay. um, I interned with them. And okay. so awesome. I like worked with them in events. And like when I went to Colorado, I like briefly met her, you know, but like yeah. I was basically the background of like scheduling and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, but you're still, you're around so much prayer yes. and so and seeing many the team behind it and Yeah. All of that oh, was so cool. So good. Um, and so I did that and then like, it was going into my senior year and they had said like, do you want to come back? Like as, you know, as a job after graduation and I loved them, but for some reason didn't feel like that's what God wanted me to do. And my mom was the one who brought up this, like what it's called the world race, which yeah. is the trip I went on. Okay through adventures and missions. And it was so cool that she was the one, you know, encouraging me like, well, have you heard of this? I feel like you would love this. Um, and I'd always wanted to be like the physical hands and feet of Jesus and actually be able to like 
experience that and like just no distractions like yeah. for a year like have that mm-hmm. and so she brought it to my attention so that was kind of cool so yeah. she, even though she hadn't done missions she kind of yeah. like was like oh this would be cool and that would be cool well and I asked that because as a mom who hasn't done missions yeah. who would love my girls to do that yeah. and and I think there's a lot of people kind of in my generation we really didn't do it but it is so mm-hmm. much more accessible now yes and it's something that people do mm-hmm. and and um I have a daughter who I wasn't sure that college was for her and yeah. she is in college now but I do think that's such a great option if yes. maybe even if you don't go to college but mm-hmm. like you can go on a trip or you can do I know someone who did YWAM and yes. there's just yes. all these different things YWAM is very similar to yeah so oh that's awesome yeah I love that well so um all of this is absolutely totally amazing and um I'm so like proud of you even oh, though I just you. met you <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like it. you are um just a beautiful example of just the generation coming up doing great things thank and you. Austin is filled with people doing great things and yeah. um and so I'm hoping that you and I get to cross paths at the refuge or just with yes. other things that we're doing but um yeah. I'm gonna work to get people to like know what you're doing and try to help and thank is there you. a way do you have like a donate place or anything yeah, like that? Okay. Yeah. So if you go to our website, there's also a place that you can give to Savory and like the organizations that we give to. Okay. Um, so if you go online, it says like, I think give or something like that. There's like a link. Okay. And what if you're an organization? So if you're an organization that wants us to give their monthly revenue, I'm always looking for more people. Okay. Um, so you can reach out to me through my email, which again, you can just hit contact and then on our website. Okay. And it'll go straight to my email. Or if you want my email, it's Cheesin, so C-H-E-E-S-I-N, and then for a reason. Cheesin for a reason yeah. at gmail.com. Yes. That's and it's awesome. the number four. So Cheesin and then the number four, a reason at gmail.com. I love that. Yeah. And I'm always, I mean, I just had someone reach out the other month about this organization that I hadn't heard of that's local. Yeah. Um, but they give to Asia. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, hadn't even heard of them. Yes. Um, well, I was thinking of Red Oak ministry. That's who I just gave to. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. I, I heard them speak at our church and Aww. I was like, Oh my goodness. That yes. was so inspiring. I just gave to them last month. Okay. Yeah. I love that. So and, and any organizations out here, I'm always loving to hear more and like okay. meet the people that, you know, started it and hear their heart and like am able to support them monthly. That's the whole purpose of the trust. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So would you do something with me? Um, just to kind of end the podcast. Um, could we pray together? I would love that. Yeah, let's do that. And, um, I'll just go ahead and start and then you can jump in and I'll finish. Is that good? I love that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Father God, thank you for Avery. Thank you for, um, her life and all of the experiences that you have given her that um, nothing is wasted, Lord. Thank you for her family. Thank you for um, her experiences on mission trips and just all of the ways that you've touched her heart and you've called her out by name. Lord, I just ask a blessing over her as she continues to just be obedient to your call on her life, as she continues to say yes, and as she continues to um, live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world. Lord, we're so grateful that you love us and that you pursue us and that you do have great plans for us. Yeah, God, I just thank you for Sue. I thank you for her saying yes to this blog. And I thank you that that's the theme of this blog. I pray that people are encouraged by this blog, God. I pray that when they stumble upon it or if they know about it and they seek it, that they 
just feel this prompting and whatever it may be, big or small, that they know it's a calling from you and that they don't feel weighted down, but instead they feel encouraged and they feel like that they have people around them that can support them. God, I thank you for the body of Christ. I thank you that, you know, through the body of Christ, we can make things happen and that you created us so uniquely and that we're all so different, but that's a beautiful thing and that we can continue to um, just hold hands and walk through into your kingdom and be able to make things happen, God. I just thank you for you being our father and you being our caretaker. And I thank you that, um, you know, Sue is telling people about that and telling um, them that they are here for a purpose and a plan, God. Um, I just pray that people know that and believe that when they come to this um, website and they hear all of the different stories that they know that they're just like everyone else that's been talked about and that they have the same callings. They just, if they don't know about it, that they discover it. If they do know it, that they um, just empower themselves and make it happen, God. And I just thank you um, for this time that we were able to meet in the relationship that's been made, God. Yes, Lord. And we just stand up against any um, fear or doubt or um, just any um any tendency to kind of sit back Mm -hmm. on our laurels. Lord, we just ask for boldness and courage that comes in your name. We ask for a holy confidence and a holy confidence, Lord, that comes from you. We ask for your plans um, to just come true, Lord. We want to do your will. And so you direct our steps, right? You clear our path. You go before us and you hem us in on all sides. So um, we trust you. We rest in that, Lord. We praise you. And uh, it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Yay! Yay.